Well, hello, kids, and welcome to the Eager Beaver Podcast Interview Project, part two of our extended interview with Indigenous activist Bryson Silliboy. We are very happy that you joined us to learn more about Indigenous allyship etiquette. I believe when we left off, we were about to start point 16. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to follow along, of course, uh, you can find the list available on the site. We'd like to put out a warning at this moment that this episode touches on, among other subjects, residential schools. If you are feeling triggered, the National Indian Residential School Crisis Hotline can be reached at 1-866-925-4419. And um, number 16 is uh, do not demand labor from an Indigenous person, uh, especially for free. Uh, again, respect boundaries. Um, you know, you don't know a certain thing. Don't demand to be taught or educated. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's, your, um, it's not your job to teach me. No. You know, like I can, well, I I can don't pass have to on it. resources, mm-hmm. and you know, that's that's my obligation, mm-hmm. or my obligation is to say no. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I've. I've I've had, um, you know, people, people like, you know, demand it and it'd be like, mm, here's my PayPal. I'm <laughs> like, my, my fee is, you know, $250 in an hour. <laughs> Cause I know you're being unreasonable. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, so and so I know you're willing to give me 250 an hour then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Take for it, an man. extra. I'll take your money. For an extra of you know 50 bucks, I'll call you daddy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, like, just it's just people are like, want because we're. I guess we live in a in a a demand on demand. You know, mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're so used to having. Uh, everything handed to us and and you know resources there you know everything you know so sometimes we forget that you know there are humans we are humans you know and that we don't have the emotional fortitude at that moment to to teach somebody mm-hmm. yeah or you know get angry <clears throat> you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're kind of in no place to be making demands no <clears throat> not yeah. zero like just say just say it. yeah <laughs> um uh, okay so 17 is um some indigenous folks uh do not like certain words i for i for one uh do not like being addressed as an indian or an aboriginal respect that mm-hmm. you know like for you know Indians are a different, you know, in a different continent. That's mm-hmm. how I, I see it. I'm not Indian, uh, you know, and, and for Aboriginal, I was always taught, you know, that word means not normal, not original, mm-hmm. you know. So it was a way of, of, of um, I guess, uh, fortifying, uh, you know, discovery of doctrine. You know, well, that yes. these people were never were aren't original to here, so we can take this land. Mm. Yeah, you know, because the prefix "ab," yeah, right, doesn't mean from here. So it's like right. the people that have come from away, not in the nice way, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like this, have found you know discover that there are people here and say that you're not original. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 18, um, under no circumstances do you use uh, the slang version of Indian and NDN. Mm. Um, it's not yours to use. You know, like that's something that, you know, like we we do, we say stuff like that, you know, like um, it's all of our, what uh, what's that word? What's that? Um, Reappropriation? You know, it's, it's for a specific culture. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically. You've reclaimed that. It's internal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the the inside. Yeah. Like we all have that. Like we have that in gay culture too, right? It's like there's certain things. Yeah. And it's like you know. Yeah. Exactly. I, you know, it's the within the transgender community, like especially the ones oh. who also do drag shows as well. You know, they call each other tranny all the time. <laughs> Don't you dare! No. No. Oh, goodness. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not for you. That word's not for you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know me, yeah. multi generational, yeah. very white Irish, English, uh, Scottish <laughs> ancestry. Um, we we don't we don't have much. It's like, hey, you Guinness drinking Mick. <laughs> that's, that's about the extent yeah. of it. Hey, hey, you punk boy Mick drinking Irish fella. And I mean, let's be real. Uh, I'm appropriately Irish. At um, hold on. Um, oh, what happened there? Oh, losing the connection. Oh, oh you're back. Yeah, I'm appropriately yeah. Irish uh, at St. Patrick's Day, but realistically, I mean, I'm fifth generation. I'm just Canadian. Um, yeah. You know, the, the Irish thing is fun, you know. Uh, I love that it is certainly a part of my culture, but am I in touch with it? No. Mm. That being said, when I was in Dublin, I felt very much like I was at home because I felt like I was back in Newfoundland and I, I lived in Newfoundland from 77 to 80 when I was, I moved there when I was nine and I left when I was just before my 12th birthday. Mm. So that's very much a part of who I am. So, you know, being in Ireland, uh, well, Dublin and, and St. John's, I mean, my goodness gracious, it's almost the same city, right? <laughs> There's differences, of <laughs> course, but it, you can take somebody from St. John's, put them in Dublin and somebody from Dublin, put them in St. John's and they're both going to feel at home and they're both going to fit right in. Okay. And that's not a knock against either one. It's just a simple um, shared culture. Mm. And that's the white people for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a, had, a plate of boiled actually... potatoes for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I laugh, I've done actually... that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard of the, the slang version and the end. Like, where does it come from? What is it? Um, this is new to me oh you never heard that before it's no basically like yes i don't know it's just it's just been something that's been around for as long as i can remember Mm -hmm. it's been around a long time yeah you know like um a tribe called red has Mm -hmm. has uh you know a song with it in it yeah they do yeah yeah Yeah. okay tribe called red right here from ottawa too yeah yeah they, they they did a performance here at the Grand that when uh, a couple of years ago went to see that with Al- with Alex and it was just oh my god mind blowing because we were like in this posh little theater like this and it's like and they're trying to get people to get up yeah. <laughs> it took people long enough <laughs> but they did they got there eventually <laughs> well if you like if you like the hip hop like I do 
uh, one of the last good hip-hop shows that I saw before the world came to a screeching halt yep. was at the um, Ottawa City Folk Festival at Lansdowne mm-hmm. Park, and it was the, the Snotty Nose Red Kids, Res Kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, they're brilliant. These yeah, guys put on a brilliant show. They were amazing. I was like, end of the night, I was like, yeah. And if people are looking at, what, what's with the skinny white bald guy? <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's music. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I'm a DJ, so. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever get a chance to see the Snotty Nose Res Kids, go see them. They're really good. They have so much energy. Oh, my God. Excellent. Um, I got to plug in my phone because it's going to die. Oh, okay. All no right. problem. Well, we'll just take a quick yeah. break and uh, okay. we'll be right back. Hi, this is Mr. Grizzly telling you that, um, well, I don't have hands. I have paws and claws. But if I had hands, I'd be more than happy to wash them. And if a mask would fit over my giant snout, I'd be happy to wear it. But I live in the woods and climb trees for a living and eat salmon on occasion. You don't do that, so please, wash your hands, wear a mask, and remember to stay two meters apart. And if two meters is complicated, that's about the length of two hockey sticks on average. We good? Okay, and we're back. Bryson, please. All right. Uh, number 19. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a really um, touchy subject, uh, but... Um, it's uh, under no circumstances do you use derogatory words towards us. So like um, caution warning for uh, some indigenous people that are, are living are watching this, mm-hmm. um, you know, savage, redskin, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Aren't your words to use and please censor them like I did above. So, mm-hmm. you know, like in in the word, I just put a little star in mm-hmm. one of the letters, yeah. you know, um, those are very derogatory words and there's even more that are even worse you know like some of them are pretty tame but some of them are pretty bad mm. um, okay. you know and especially one one word that uh is mainly used for indigenous women you know that's yeah. one of the yeah. worst words oh yes yeah yeah well okay. I'm, I'm i'm thankful to see that um uh, the professional football leagues on both sides of the border are starting to yes pay attention finally yeah. The Edmonton Elks. Hey, I can get behind that one. Yeah. The amount of yeah. people that are bent out of shape about that. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> you're you're upset that a, a negative derogatory term is no longer the name of the football team you cheer for. That says a whole lot about you as a person. And the worst part is like it was such an elegant change. It was like one letter. It, it, yeah. <laughs> seriously everything else can stay the same the logos everything double e everything but you know they 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 took double e off the helmet and just put antlers instead and i'm like you know i kind of like the antlers that's brilliant i like it i don't know know. like what does washington change their red paint on a statue and people already got their oh yeah 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 well that's a whole totally different you know podcast agreed that's a different show but something we should (laughs) we should uh we should approach in the near future right speaking of which though however today i think it was the city council of kingston i think announced that through a vote that they're going to remove the statue of john a mcdonald from the main plate paste in front of city hall 
I mean, we're talking Kingston, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and they're going to move it to the cemetery. That's a fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It should not but be in so, a prominent so like, place. Like, so if Kingston, wow, is yeah. doing it, that's a big like, step. This is like John A. McDonald Central. Yeah, like that's a we're huge step, now, right? Yeah. We're, 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 can we consider the debate settled? <laughs> <laughs> well, just definitely Kingston is uh, is uh, what do the kids say? Woke. Yeah. Yep. And hey, I respect the hell out of that. Yep. Well, with the right. Ottawa River Parkway, which was has been renamed by um, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, he called it Sir John A. Macdonald Parkway. For forty mm-hmm. plus years, it was the Ottawa River Parkway. Yeah. And then he changed it, and now everybody calls it the S Jam. And <laughs> there is the, uh, seriously, that's the S Jam. And now there is a movement in the works to change it back to. Uh, one, either change it back to the Ottawa River Parkway or because it, it passes by Westboro and Kitchissippi and it's right on the um, the LRT is going to run a, a, for a, a passage along it. They're like, okay, so since we've, we're using uh, First Nations uh, terms for all of the stations, why don't we rename the road that too? I'm like, mm. yeah, I'll get behind that, whatever you want to. I mean, come on. It's not our land to begin with, right? It's mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm living on Algonquin territory, unceded Algonquin territory. So let's let's go to the Algonquin, say what would you like? What and yeah. if somebody gets bent out of shape about that, it's like really really. You you took it from an innocent name to uh, the name of a hate filled racist colonizer, named it that, and now you wanna you know, change things because we're uh, becoming a better city, a better people, a better culture. We're, we're mm-hmm. like the kids say, woke. And people are going to get bent out of shape. Well, I got something to say to those people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not physically. I won't hit anybody. Although I will punch a Nazi if I see one. But that's yeah. a different story. That's a different topic. That's a different topic. <laughs> That's a different topic. Moving <laughs> <laughs> <Not. clears> on. I'm not violent. I'm not violent. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, number 20 okay. is uh, Indigenous folks are under no obligation to educate you, uh, coddle your feelings, or guilt at any time. Okay, I have to ask, reasonable. does that happen? Does it happen? Like, oh my god, I feel so guilty. Absolve me. Yeah, no. D- it really I, get, does? I get hundreds, hundreds of DMs in my Twitter. Really? And on my Instagram. Yeah. You know, of uh, people like, I have so much guilt. I'm like, that's that's cool. Um, use that guilt to pressure your MP. Mm-hmm. Use that guilt to change laws. Use that guilt to do this, do that, you know, channel that. It's not absolutely. Mine. It's yours. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And, and, and like no obligation to forgive, nor, nor should you, nor should you. Yeah. It's your guilt. Channel it. Hey, it's worked wonders for this Irish kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it has worked wonders for me, though. It's kept me in line my whole life. 
<gasps> ex-girlfriend, uh, my ex-girlfriend from years ago, lovely lady. We I bump into her once in a blue moon. Uh, she was, I was a strict Irish Catholic. She was Orthodox Jewish. Is Orthodox Jewish. Well, Jewish. She's not Orthodox anymore. And, and she said, you know, if we both had amnesia, we'd still remember the guilt. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, but it's true. <laughs> but it kept me in line, so. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I go off on a tangent sometimes. We all do. <laughs> Um, number 21 is uh, indigenous, indigenous people have been through over 500 years of colonial occupation and oppression. Uh, so we are allowed to have strong opinions and emotions. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that comes back to like, you know, like in, intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wouldn't you be allowed to have strong opinions and emotions regardless? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Human being. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, of course. But, yeah. But there's but a little then, extra heavy weight on it, though, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, I, like just, I'm just reading this, like, as the assumption that, you know, you wouldn't be allowed to have strong opinions and emotions about this when, as a human, you have strong opinions and emotions mm-hmm. about things. Yeah. Like, if not this, then what? Really? Yeah, you know, like we're not, we're not all, all like not every indigenous boat person is uh, is writing a um, academic work. You know, yeah. we we we're not being objective. We're not being, you know, clinical about it. You know, like our collective trauma is is built into us. It's mm. dark. It's messy. It's complex. It's there's ick moments. There's yeah. There's, I mean, what do you expect? You're gonna, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to do the work and you're going to start sticking your arms into the stuff that's dark and messy and ugly and I guess you're going to pull it out and start looking at it, like really taking a look at it. Yeah. It's emotions come with that. That's why a lot of people don't want to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> emotions are powerful. I mean, they could Very. throw you for a loop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And uh, 22 is uh, short and sweet. It's uh, allyship is very com- complex. Mm-hmm. And it is, <laughs> as you can see, you know, like, um, you know, I only made I only made 30 points on on allyship. I could have easily went went to 100, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. I just thought these ones were were the most, you know, short and sweet and to the point kind of main points that you kind of need to know yeah absolutely but you know it's just the tip of an iceberg mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, the tip of a very large iceberg too mm. like yeah titanic sinking iceberg right mm. yeah yeah and uh 23 is um you know you're gonna mess up it's okay uh you know we're only hum- human mm-hmm. just learn from it and that's that's the key to it, really. Learning from your mistakes, you know. Um, you know, if you're if if you slip up and say something wrong, you know, and get taught that you know, hey, that's not right, and then you do it again and do it again and do it again. Yeah, you're just being ignorant mm-hmm. and disrespectful. 
and that's not allyship. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. Learn, learn, learn from the mistakes you make. And, yeah. and, and like you say, we're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to. It's 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 simple as that. But if you um, if you atone for your sins, you, you know, you, if you apologize and you are sincere, and you uh, want to do and be better. That makes a big difference. I, I, at least I'd like to think so. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for I anybody but myself, right? But, uh, yeah. you know, if I'm going to make mistakes, I'm going to. And, and I have to accept the fact that I'm going to make them. Yeah. My heart's in the right place. I mean, and again, it goes back to the fragile white ego because we're used to being in a position of power. We're going to make the mistakes and we need to accept that we've made a mistake we're, we're, we're not perfect. We're going to make them accept it, try not to do it in the future, and learn from it. And I think that's difficult for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because again, when you're, you in, said. You know, when you're in that position, you're not used to being told you did something wrong. Yeah. When you yeah. started talking, like this, the first words that came to my mind was a pure heart and a willingness to make mistakes will get you far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you kept talking and you said, you said exactly like it's a good heart and willingness. You'll, you'll make mistakes and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, 24 is uh, unlearning unconscious uh, biases takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Allyship is a lifelong learning process. You know, like, I'm still learning unconscious biases about myself, you know, about, about, you know, my culture, because I didn't grow up in my culture, you Mm -hmm. know, like we weren't allowed to practice it. So I, you know, I'm still unlearning that stuff, you know, like, and, and, you know, even comes to like being gay, I'm still unlearning unconscious biases about that. You know, Mm -hmm. like I do judge the gay community. Like I do judge some of the Mi'kmaq or the indigenous community, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's my fault, you know, but I'm unlearning it. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. Every day. Unlearning, right? Unlearning. Because it's been learned behavior your whole life. Yeah. yeah nobody, yeah. nobody is born with hate. No. Nobody is born with hate for anybody. Children have this incredible ability to love everything they see and everyone around them and accept everything as it is. And unfortunately, as a society, a great many people uh, beat that out of them, beat Mm -hmm. that love and exuberance and joy out of them Mm -hmm. and teach them terrible things. Hate is taught. It's not, it's, it's not, it's unnatural. It's learned behavior. And like you said, you have to unlearn it. And that's not always easy when you've had a lifetime of learning. No, you know, and like, you know, like I, I, had friends in in elementary school you know like best of friends but you know i was never allowed over their house you know because mm-hmm. i was i was native you know like their relatives or their or their grandparents or whoever in their family you know taught at the residential school wow. so you know they mm-hmm. were just perpetuating it for the next generation mm-hmm. but you know like we didn't know that, you know, we were friends regardless of our race. Of yeah. course. Yeah. You, you didn't understand why the parents wouldn't allow, right? Because you're children. Yeah. You're just friends. That's it. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. It's like you say, we have to unlearn the behaviors and it's not easy. It, it's, you got to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror some days too and realize, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. 
or I thought that way, or I behaved in that manner. But it's like, no, don't, don't beat yourself up about that too much. As long as you recognize it and going forward, you don't behave in that manner anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you realize that you've had, you know, society has taught you this. It's what you learned, so unlearn it. And yeah, you're right. It's not easy. It's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It is. So is that that my Angelou quote? Quote right. Do uh, the best you can until you know better. Once you know better, do better. Yes, yeah. such a brilliant woman. I know. She was. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Um, twenty five is. Uh, you see racism, sexism, homophobia transphobia etc you shut that down immediately mm-hmm. and, you know i know i got a lot of questions about this you know like um you know why did you include that in there um because you know i in teachings you're taught that everybody is valid mm-hmm. you know that everybody needs respect not even need, you know, like everybody, how do you even put it? You know, like have, just have respect for everybody, you know? Well, there's, and, a, there's a basic amount of respect that everyone is due, but just by virtue of the fact they're a living being sharing the planet with you. True, yeah. true, very right? true. Everything from that point on is earned, but there's a minimum respect that you're owed mm-hmm. just for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know, all these, all these phobias are interconnected. You know, it all, they all are, you know, it all boils down to, to privilege. Yes, that's it. You know, what's the famous yeah. misquote attributed and to, uh, you engage in, they're like Lay's potato chips. When you engage in one, you probably, once you pop, you don't stop. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's the famous, the, the famous yeah. uh, quote that is apparently inaccurately attributed to Morgan Freeman who says, uh, homophobia, you're not homophobic, you're just an asshole. What are you afraid of? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's it, Now, apparently he didn't actually say that, but he, it, I, I think in an interview he says, I wish I had have, because it <laughs> sounds like something Morgan Freeman would say, right? But, it, you know, what, what are you afraid of? Like, what are you afraid of, really? Mm. You know, you don't, you, you don't like gay marriage? Don't marry a gay person. Don't like abortion? Yeah. Don't have one. It's, it's not complicated. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I shake my head some days. Mm. Exactly, I know. Um, Twenty-six is uh, no asking how much uh, native we are, or oh god. Well, you know, you don't look native to people. Uh, that's not cool. Mm. You know, like no. I get that all the time. I'm, I'm the lightest person in my family. You know. Mm-hmm. I take after my Irish great grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mixed skin, mixed race. You know, mm-hmm. but I am Mi'kmaq, and you know, like we're in year 500 of colonization for my nation. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's going to be there's going to be mixed, of course, races. You know, mixed people um, on the West Coast. No, not different. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we all come in different shades, different colors, different heights, different weights, different everything. A yeah. lot of people might not know this, but there's a lot of uh, mixed race, indigenous people in uh, Nova Scotia in particular who, uh, who 
you would see walking down the street and you think that's a black person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, we don't talk about that, uh, that a lot, but you know, when, yeah, like my, my, um, older brother and older sister, they're Afro indigenous, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, um, mixed with black and Mi'kmaq, you know, mm-hmm. my brother goes by Mick black. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Actually. Yeah. I like it. I like it. He's like, I'm not, I'm not both. I'm not either. I'm not everything. He's like, I'm Mick black. <laughs> cool. Like yeah. that. Very <laughs> cool. I want to meet your brother. This sounds like a guy I want to have a beer with. Or at least a great conversation, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we just we're we're all we all look different. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the worst thing you can say to somebody, uh to some indigenous person, you know. Because it's mm-hmm. all it all boils down to um, you know, blood quantum mm-hmm. and uh you know, um what is that? Uh, stereotyping, you know. Well, aren't you mm-hmm. just diminishing their humanity by saying and asking a question like that? It's like yeah. diminishing the humanity of a person by saying, well, how much percentage? What the yeah. hell, people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't do that ever. Yeah. Bryson, please give us the uh, last four points. Four, four points left, is it? Four? Four yep. points left, yes. Oh, my. Um, number 27 is know your place of privilege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's pretty self-explanatory by now because I think we've touched on it a, yeah, lot, a lot throughout this yeah. whole night. Yeah, it's an important point too, though. Uh, very important, and and I, I think yeah, people need to pay attention to that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, number twenty-eight is uh, not all Indigenous folks want to engage with you. <gasps> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> You mean some yeah. people just want to be left alone? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, there's there's the... Uh... But, you know, like, when allies are, are first learning, they just think that, you know, every Joe Blow indigenous person is, you know, a, a Rolodex that mm. they can use. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> not going to lie, uh point in my life where I was probably pretty close to that and somebody said dude I'm just a guy I'm not I'm, I'm like uh, you're, I'm sorry you're right I'm sorry you know uh, it, now it, that being said it's like you're absolutely right your point is incredibly valid and again I'm going to go back to the find a kid gloves way for a lot of people to say listen we appreciate your effort but not everybody wants you know some people just want to live their lives in peace yeah so mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an incredibly valid point, and sometimes it's like just on the day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could yeah. be somebody that's doing education, you know. But you know, you no, know, today's a me day, so like just like back off. <laughs> yeah, that was me like two days ago. You know, I was just like, I'm I'm taking a break from social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's exhausting to always be teaching, right? It's exhausting. Yeah, it is. Um. And I'm, I only know this from observation. It's not something that I'm in any position to do. But it's like, I'm thinking, my goodness, you know, trying to imagine what it would be like to always have to try and respond to that. It's like, uh, no way. It's, it's just too much. The emotional yeah. toll alone. Yeah, you know, I, I made a post, that I think it was two days ago, where I said, you know, like, I'm tired of this. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's wearing me down. But I'm doing this 
I'm making my life hard so that my generation, my future generations don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. You know, and sorry. No, 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 no. That, you have nothing to apologize for, sir. That's why I, I do this work. Cause like I want change and I want it. So like my nieces and nephews, you know, don't have to go through this. You know, I don't want my nieces to be missing and murdered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. I've had enough of that in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sorry. No, 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 no nothing no, to apologize no, no. Don't for. need to apologize for that. Do you need a moment? No, I'm good. Yeah. I might need a moment. Yeah. So you know, like it's just, it 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 does take an emotional toll on you, but you know, like it's important to do, and not all of us have have that fortitude to do it. No, and that's that's a simple thing to say and understand. Not everybody has the strength because it's a tremendous, like you say, the fortitude. It's a tremendous amount of strength, and it's uh, yeah. It, it you have to plow the that plowing the road all the time is exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you There's know, like of... too, like you know, writing that stuff out like that is easy. You know, and right now for me saying that, you know, brought up emotions you know made me cry of course you know just saying it out loud sometimes just takes a toll on you and you're just like yeah it's hard mr grizzly's eyes are a little moist too at the moment yeah i'm I'm an emotional uh grizzly bear i cry at everything (laughs) i know i know this this big tough sounding fellow (laughs) that i am i know i sound like a big seven foot tall mean guy but uh I'm a softie at heart, and I cry at everything. And I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not. I'm, no. And if, if people think I'm weak, well, I'm the strong one. Yeah. I'm the strong one, because I can admit when I'm going through a tough time. And it takes a lot of strength to do it. I used to think it was weakness, and then I learned that it's not. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. There's a podcast that uh, I listen to, and it's uh, one of the ones that kind of inspired this one called The Daily Beans. And uh, the ladies who run it often say, like, you know, remember, this is a marathon. So, you know, if you need to drop out for a while, that's fine. You know, we'll take the baton and run with it like this. And, you know, when you're ready, come back and, you know, we'll hand yeah. it back to you like this. So, you know, we're all in the race together. You know, we can allow some people to drop out every now and then for a couple of miles and we can keep running and, you know, yeah. leave them time to catch up. So oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely okay to take a break. Yeah, and it's necessary sometimes, you know. Yeah. Self-care and self-preservation above all. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully, uh, the younger generations are, are really taking a hold of that and taking that to heart. Because I, I can't even begin to tell you how much of my, uh, my, my personal well-being and mental health I sacrificed for an employer. And, yeah. you know, it, it, who did it benefit? Not me. I learned from my mistakes. And I noticed that the younger generations are, they're like, no, we're not doing this. And I'm like, oh, somebody would say, oh, they're just coddled weak. I'm like, no, they're smart and they're strong because they're not going to be beaten down by society and do what you want them to because you want them to do it. They're like, no, no, we're not putting up with hatred. We're not putting up with racism. I am not sacrificing 70 hours a week to make you wealthy. Mm -hmm. Pay me a livable wage. Pardon? Yeah, because, you know, like, 
they can see the bigger picture yes and the little picture at the same time yeah they they they're such a a, uh uh well educated in many respects in other areas they don't know what the hell they're doing but it (laughs) i mean when you're young that's how it is right um yet they have a a better view of the bigger picture at such a young age than i think my generation ever did like Mm -hmm. ever i mean we're gen x you know and so we're kind of, uh, what was the thing I saw the other day? You had the boomers and millennials screaming at one another, and it had a picture of what's-her-name from uh, uh, Will, and, uh, Will and Grace uh, uh, pointing at, Karen. she's Karen. like, Karen, you knew who I meant right away. Yeah. Karen, <laughs> Karen is Gen X, and it had the Gen Z, and Karen was pouring a child like a glass of wine. <laughs> we'll let the millennials and boomers argue while we'll sit over here and hang out with Gen Z and go, all right, you kids are all right. I like you. Let's hang out and have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> I can't do that voice. <laughs> okay. Where were we? Um, oh, uh, 29. Yeah. Um, non-native folks uh, cannot identify as two spirit. Okay. Um, yeah. For those who are not familiar, what's two spirit? Two spirit is a, uh, it's a modern term. Um, you know, it was coined in the ni- 1990s. Um, and it's basically indigenous, uh, LGBTQIA plus, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I myself am two spirit. I identify as gay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I use those interchangeably. Um, you know, like two spirit is not exclusively gay. It's not exclusively lesbian it's not exclusively uh transsexual you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's everything yeah you know and like a lot of um a lot of indigenous um nations they had specific roles for their two-spirit people um you know um mine mine i don't know what it is um you know like it what our two-spirit people are gone Mm -hmm. you know like the culture the practices everything gone because of residential schools, because of colonization, um, and, uh, and especially the Catholic church, you know, like, yeah. um, even on my reserve today, you know, like, um, same sex couples can't get married. What? Okay. You no. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, the reserve won't allow, allow that. Oh, and that's from the oh. church, right? Yeah. Cause there's a church right on, on my reserve, you know, um, yeah, so you know, like we're for us Mi'kmaq people, we're in the process of reclaiming it. You know, like okay. um, <clears throat> yeah. So we're uh, you know in the middle of, of of doing that. So it's 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 a good thing that we're reclaiming it. You know, I'm helping out with that. Would you happen to know like what type of roles the the two spirit people would have in certain? Um. You know, most uh, were, um, you know, like they held special like ceremonies and, and, uh, you know, did like were medicine people Mm -hmm. or like, you know, they would learn traditionally male uh, roles and traditionally female roles, you know, and, you know, did stuff like that. So like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's. It's interesting, um, you know, because like it's just it's just so vast, 
of a of a term for like indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent, excellent. And last but not least, um, yeah, number thirty, last one um, is allyship is going to make you a hundred percent uncomfortable at times, and will make you question everything in your life. Uh, be prepared to be uneasy. Uh, be prepared to step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sums it up very succinctly. I think. Um, yes, I mean yes. I I what I don't I don't really have anything to add to that. But yes, yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the nail hitting the nail on the head, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know, like it's it's just uh, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable because you're you know. It's work. It's, it's work. Yeah, it's work. And it, it's hard work, but it's uh, necessary and uh, I think required, quite frankly. Yeah. Required. You know, and, and I, I said a couple of days ago online, I said, you know, like, this is one of the rare rare instances where Indigenous folks has an advantage because we've lived in the white world mm-hmm. and we live in, our, in the Indigenous world. So we know how to navigate both of them fairly well you know so most non-natives don't know anything about the indigenous world Mm -hmm. and they're scrambling to catch up right now yeah Yeah. i I mean there's still so much for me to learn and 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 i have you know uh blood relatives but Mm -hmm. there's i mean there's still so much for me to learn and and I've worked uh, at a number of uh, women's shelters, uh, First Nations women's shelters here in town. And, and uh, uh, I used to, a uh, client of mine was the uh, Wabano uh, Center uh, here uh, in downtown Ottawa. And uh, I did a lot of work there, uh, IT stuff, right? And, uh, <laughs> sorry, it just reminded me of something that, that, that I that chuckled. Um, the CEO was there one day and, and, uh, it was, was providing a tour with, uh, one of the other, I think VPs and they just hired somebody new and they're providing a tour and they just open the room and I'm in the, in the IT closet working on some stuff. They go, Oh, that, that's Paul. He's our white IT guy. And <laughs> I, I chuckled, right? I, I chuckled and, and somebody gasped and I go, what? She's not wrong. I'm white and I'm the IT guy. That's not offensive. It's a simple statement of fact. And the woman was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, don't, no, don't be ridiculous. It's not derogatory. It's a statement of fact. I'm white. I'm the IT guy. Not offended. (laughs) I loved working there. They were, they were so kind to me and they didn't have to be. Whenever I was at Wabano, uh, they had a big kitchen upstairs, and I'd go around to all the offices and do some work. And uh, oftentimes, I'd be in there at like three or four o'clock on a Wednesday, and there was always like a big feast going on. And it was like, "Hey, brother, you want some caribou?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I do." He's like, "Really? <laughs> we got a good caribou stew. Bring it on, my friend. I've had caribou before. I love caribou." He's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes, please." And, I, and it was like, hey, man, I felt just so cool that I was, you know, sort of welcomed in, welcomed in, come sit, break bread with us. I was like, oh, that was just cool. <laughs> you know, and I, I, you know, it's again, obviously, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah. there's just, I was welcomed and that, that was nice. Yeah. And it didn't, it, it, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't required. It was just, hey, come on in, come on in, have something to eat with us. 
Yeah. So it from, made me feel from, pretty good. Yeah, from the little bit that I've learned that uh, the uh, being invited to break bread is a mm-hmm. particular honor. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's one of the, it's one of those, I remember when I used to be working for the government. It's one of those things that I learned very quickly, and it was like, okay, like, you do realize that the meeting happens after the meeting yeah right that's right yeah. <laughs> the real meeting right so it's like yeah you were in the room and yes okay we'll say the opening prayer and have the opening circle and we'll talk a little bit and we'll have our like the white person's meeting like this and then comes the time to break bread like this and if you're too busy to break bread <laughs> it's like you didn't show up to the meeting yeah <laughs> you, you you did you you did the prep work but you didn't show up you to the actual it, meeting yeah. and it's like like if if you don't know that going in it's like you're it's like i mean people will show up to the pre-meeting mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but they don't really get it yeah yeah it was something that was difficult for me to get across mm-hmm. right like this when we're organizing meetings because you know you have whole bunch of people from a whole other culture and you know like this i'm away from my family from nine to five and you know like this this is like five to eight and you know i'm not getting paid for this or whatever or whatever Mm -hmm. and no and it's like well you know maybe your day should have been 12 to 8 instead of 9 to 5 <laughs> yeah that day or maybe, yeah. you know there should have been something at your employment office or something but that's that's how people know mm. right if you're saying like like let's come on let's go work together let's do something yeah, like this okay okay let's mm. and then people see how you are mm. like this and you're the one that lets them know whether or not you're someone who can be worked with or not. You let them know by your willingness not to um, want to cooperate with someone for what it can bring you, but cooperating with people because you are genuinely interest, interested in them. Mm-hmm. Like this, that's where you're coming from. So it's a, it's one thing that I found. It's it's like people will go through the motions with you, like this. But there's a step if you can't indicate if there's nothing in there that shows that you've actually taken interest in people as a people as human beings, mm-hmm. you know, with feelings. And it's yeah, you're going nowhere. You're just going nowhere. Mm-hmm. This uh, um, this has been pretty a pretty heavy evening. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Lots of laughs too. Lots of laughs. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah. left without humor, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, Bryson, I mean, I, I'm so we're so very grateful that you you took the time out of your 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 schedule to to talk with us tonight, especially after the uh, fiasco we had <laughs> a couple mm. weeks back trying to record. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you uh, very much. Um, for your candor, your kindness, uh, we're very grateful. We really appreciate it. And and um, are we able to to uh, l- uh, link to the 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 thirty points? Um, uh, yep, yep. I have a uh, the list, uh, and uh, 
when we publish the episode, uh, we'll put the we'll link, put it, okay, uh, a link with the episode good. and under uh, underneath where we post on our on our Twitter page. Excellent. And everything we'll put it in the episode description. Excellent, because I think it's important for people to read through them. I mean, we've talked about them, right? Yeah, but and interrupted I, and stopped, gapped, and like this. When you read them all together at once, it, it hits you in a different way. It does. It does. Uh, and and I think perhaps, and please, gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong. I think delivering it in this manner is uh, less of a punch to the gut. Maybe I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speculating. I could be wrong, but I think. You know, when we, we, we chat about each point and, and, you know, we joke around in that, it's it's like sort of a, again, as I said before, and I, I hate to repeat myself, but a kid gloves delivery. Because when you read it, read the 30 points, one from 30, it, it it's heavy. Like I read, the first time I read it, I'm like, whoa, okay, that's, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's going to be a good discussion. Um, but having a chance to sit, you know, and, and converse with you and, and, and have a chat and, you know, get to know you as a person. It, it puts, um, a different bent on it. Right. So I think if, if we, you know, people listen to the podcast and then we're going to urge them to go and read it. Mm -hmm. Um, you can, I think you'll get a little bit more out of it reading it the second, second time after hearing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, we, you know, we've tried to, be as gentle as we could because it's it's not an easy subject and as you said point number 30 it's going to be tough it's going to be yeah. tough yeah. people yeah, need and to I be think, exposed oh, go ahead yes oh i was going to say um you know i think <clears throat> one of the main reasons i i created this was because i you know people were asking what to do what to do what to do and just you know people were like well, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, everything, you know. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to do this because we all need to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have to be a collective and, you know, work through this because we have to honor those children mm-hmm. that are buried, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that th- their life mattered, you know. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. That is where, that's why I, I felt that this was so important to do mm-hmm. because, you know, like we have to do that so we, we can learn from it yeah. and yeah. collectively be, be that change, you know, cause we are only one person, mm-hmm. but together we all can make something happen. And each person has a whole world within them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, right. the light of the whole world within them. Well, and I don't, I don't, I can't speak for anybody but myself. But I've been um, pleasantly surprised and somewhat shocked at some of the emotional outpouring I've seen across the country from people I never ever would have thought mm-hmm. would have even paid it a, 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 the little bit of st- uh, you know the, uh, any mind to it, and I've just watch people just openly the emotions pouring forth from older white women and older white men who are just like, Oh my God. And I think maybe it's because they're grandparents in many cases. And they're thinking Mm -hmm. that could have been my grandson or my granddaughter. So I think it, I think it's hitting them differently now than it would have it's say 30 years ago when they were considerably younger. 
you know, the boomer generation where, you know, 30 years ago, maybe it doesn't have the same impact as it does today. Yeah. Again, I'm speculating, but I've been really um, pleasantly surprised and, and somewhat shocked at the emotional outpouring. It's like, I think we're going to be okay. I yeah. think, I hope, and I, I think this will, will um, bring about some serious change. I think it can. I mean, I'm always hopeful, right? I'm crossing with the, the, this to me seems like a tipping point. I think so. Yeah. It's, it is the tipping point. And, and, and not only is it the tipping point, it's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. This 139 schools, you know, that's, you know, that's not the only one. Yeah. You know, that's not the only one. And what, there was a hundred in Manitoba the other day. And I mean, the numbers were like three, four found before we knew about this one as well, right? That didn't get a lot of coverage. And like I said, there's been one Manitoba since. Yeah. The, the numbers are going to be staggering like to the, so many and people the when they're done. Yeah. And the government yeah, of Saskatchewan you know. has put some money and the government of Ontario has put some money as yeah. well, the federal government. So, I mean, there, there, there's a push. It's going to happen. Yeah. I, you know, like I just, I just remember things my, my mother would say is, you know, like, you know, like the other day I told the, I told the people who are looking at, at the school, you know, by my reserve, you know, like this is where my mother says that her friends are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody believed no. her before, right? No, no, they did. No, no. She's just making that up. We all know damn well. She was not lying. It happened. It's history. It's no. there. The bodies are buried. It's time to make it right. Well, make it right. There's no way to make it right. There's no possible way to make it right. But we can... Make it public. Make it public. Make an effort, right? We can't make it right. We can't. It's just... It's just. It's horrific when you consider it. I mean, they these children were not thought of as humans. No. They weren't. I was listening to a story... Uh, on CBC at one point, I, I can't remember if it was front burner or the current where somebody was talking about and some of the children, after they died, they just like threw them into a furnace for fire. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. They I'm just sorry. bury the evidence, get rid of the evidence altogether. Again, they, they, they weren't human to them. I That's mean, how like, horrible it was. It was a Holocaust in this nation. Mm-hmm. And, and, apart- and, and, and we have an apartheid system as a result. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember the last school closed in 1996. To put that into context, Friends was the number one show on television for two years at that point. 1996 is 25 years ago. That's not ancient history. Yeah. Grunge music was almost over at that point. Well. You know, I'm, you know, I'm only 40 and, you know, like I went to Indian day school. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll hear these stories everywhere. You know, like the, you know, these, these children, they're, you know, they would have been elders now. Mm-hmm. Yes. They yeah. would have been my age now, mm-hmm. you know. Especially like, you know, like since the last one closed in 96, you know, like I was, I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that could have been me. Yeah. You know, there's a woman I dated years ago um, who told me about how her uh, grandmother went to residential school. And her grandmother told her horrific stories. And she relayed some of them to me. And I was just like, this was institutional. This was government. This was, this was done under the eye of the church and the Canadian government. And she's like, oh, no, we, we couldn't wear our own clothing. They made us wear these uniforms. We couldn't speak our own language. We couldn't practice our own belief systems. We got beaten for this. We got beaten for that. We got spat on, um, molested, raped. Uh, like, just absolute horror. Yeah. yeah. And so many people just, oh, no, that, that couldn't have happened. No, it did happen. It did happen. Except it, it happen, own it. it. Happened. All of our, all of ours is dime in all of ours name. Yes. Yeah, it was our tax dollars that paid for it, right? So, <laughs> you know, I own just as much of it as anybody else does. Did yeah. I participate personally? No, no. Doesn't but, matter. But that's that's not the point. Yeah. That's not the point. It happened. Yeah. It's real. It took place. It is a part of our history, a terrible part of our history, but we can't gloss it over. We have to discuss it, put it out in the open for everybody to see so that we can do better and move ahead and be better and, and be the dream that we want to be. It, it yep. is a dream, right? It's a dream. We can be it, but we all got to collectively work together to right the wrongs and make the world a better place for tomorrow. Okay, so yep. I'm getting a little emotional now. Yeah. We're taking turns here, eh? Yeah. Uh, well, since you know. had any words of wisdom with which you, well, not, not not that you haven't given us plenty already, but uh, that you would like to leave our listeners with? Um, you know, just um, the the main point is, you know, like take your time learning. You know. Um, there's a lot of information that people have to process, you know, and it's, it's, it's going to take time to learn this. And, you know, the, the main point is to learn it because, you know, so these children didn't die in vain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Present. Um, thank you for the gift of your words. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the gift of your generosity, of your presence, uh, of your authenticity, your integrity. Uh, it, you're uh, you're forever a friend of us now. Uh, you're you're part of our pod. Um, you're thank welcome. You. You're welcome in the lodge anytime, sir. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you for thank you for your time. Thank you for your your um, your efforts, and thank you for your kindness. Thank you for giving me a platform to, you know, make change. Let's There's always it. room at the end. Yes, absolutely. Always room at the end. <laughs> okay. All right, kids. Um, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, hope you learned a lot. Uh, hope it's uh, a seed with uh, a little water and sunlight will grow. And uh, we'll uh, grow into a tree that... Uh, Yields some non-bitter fruit. Mm. Uh, and uh, I think well, this is an elegant way to end it. And uh, 
Thank you for your ears. Uh, Thank you. We'll see you on our next episode. Take care. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there. So be kind to and gentle with yourself. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver, Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Copy written by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, and editing by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to the very kind and patient Bryson Silliboy for agreeing to be our guest this week. Hopefully, more and more of us are on the path to becoming true allies. Hello, kids. It's Mr. Grizzly, your friendly neighborhood grizzly bear, who is asking you how much you like this program. And I'm asking you if, well, you like this show, you like what you hear, and we're happy to do this for you, if you'd be willing to, you know, throw us a couple of bucks as a tip. And the reason we do this, the reason we ask this question is because there are some production costs involved. We're happy to give this to you, but, you know, feel free to send us a couple of dollars over uh, coffee.com. And now, the website is ko-fi.com backslash eager beaver. Dollar, two dollars, fifty cents, whatever, whatever you can spare. It helps us with our production costs. Mr. Beaver. That's right, Mr. Grizzly. Uh, If you go to our coffee page... The recommended donation is $3, but it can really be anything you want, um, less or more, if you happen to like this show especially. Um, we reinvest uh, in the show. Uh, as you can tell, uh, the sound quality has improved since uh, episode one. And uh, you know we want to see where this show can go. Uh, hopefully, we can maybe get some correspondence uh, one day. Uh, maybe film it uh, for YouTube. Uh, if uh, you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to see the show become, of course, those are always welcome uh, because you know we do this for you. Um, so yeah, uh, every little bit helps. And of course, if you can't afford anything and you just like the show, then please, you know, that's quite all right. Send us some comments. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, that means just as much to us too. And don't forget the website www.ko-fi.com backslash eager beaver. Thanks, eh? And kids, we would like to let you know that for this series of interviews in particular, any tips that you very generously give to us, we will be donating half of them to an organization of Bryson's choice. Thank you. Hello, kids, and uh, thank you for joining us again for part two of our uh, special extended interview. With and Indigenous that didn't activists. work. Let's start again. Hey. And hello, Kit. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.